Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Explore podcast with me, your host, Asha. On today's uh, podcast, we, I will be talking with Josiah. Uh, Josiah is a TikToker with 40,000 followers um, and has created quite a few viral TikToks. Um, we will be discussing how he got into TikTok, how he got into travel, um, some of his best travel experiences, um, along with what he wants to, what audience he wants to build, um, and how he's begun building that audience. Um, and yeah, I hope you enjoy. I'm Josiah. Um, so I create a few TikTok videos and do a bit of traveling. Um, personally, what I do, I work in a gym. So I've been a personal trainer for the, for the past five years, but pretty much just do traveling on the offside and a little bit of fun. And just in the past five months or so, I've been starting creating content on TikTok and yeah, the past two, three months have kind of just blown up. Eh? Yeah. Know, but yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Like the yeah. whole story about you blowing up and how I found you is quite crazy. Like yeah. there was that one video that I remember and it was, was that the, um, Agnes Agnes Water. Water one. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure I remember you commenting. Like, yeah. I don't even know how that blew up. Like it was like 11 o'clock at night or something. I was like half asleep. I'm like, better put something on she yeah. chopped on like four clips together and then like pretty much fell asleep i did like five or six spelling mistakes in that video as well <laughs> just didn't even realize it next morning is like on like 100k views i'm like, holy shit yeah and that was like, like what, my first one that's gone over like a thousand views as well it's just like mm. holy crap what's going on because i i looked back and it was all of the videos before was roughly like six, 700 views. And then yeah, there's this next one. It's like 1.2 million. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's crazy. And it like literally like all the previous ones were like 500, like that was probably after you saw it, but like literally it was 500 max. Like, mm. and then like I wasn't getting anywhere past that. And then all of a sudden just after that one, but then it kind of died down, but then, I started some new series and they kind of blew back up again. Yeah. Yeah. Like but. it was cause when I first saw it, I was like, how did this go viral? Like it's, <laughs> it's just walking along some pedestals, like wooden pedestals yeah, and on a path. And then that's it. And then you think about <laughs> some of the other content that's uh, created and it's like all of these crazy drone shots and everything. And they get like, no views and it's like kind of yeah how crazy the algorithm is that that gets pushed but nothing else does man it makes no sense because eh? literally mm. like i did the walk and i'm like it was like 10 minute walk i'm like oh shit that was that was cool <laughs> like yeah sweet and then i was like i just videoed it while but i was like oh this is kind of slightly different to like every other walk so i was like oh, yeah now it goes but yeah like just people loved it yeah guess, just because it's different eh? like you don't mm. get that many walks around so people yeah, like say oh temple run shit it was hilarious how many people were asking where is it like you yeah. think in terms of like social media that happens quite a bit is where something kind of blows up and then everyone wants to know where it is because it's kind of yeah. blown up and it's like it might not even be the greatest spot like you see yeah. some of those places in Bali that are definitely not the greatest spots, but because they blow up on social media and everyone sees it, you kind of push, uh, it pushes that location to become quite famous. And then yeah. people go there and they're like, it's not actually that great. Or they find <laughs> yeah. it pretty good. 
Yeah. Or it's just like overpopulated with heaps of people and you just yeah. can't do anything. Mm. Like there are a few places I went to where you're like, holy crap, like seeing it like on social media and, that, and then when you come into person, you're like, oh, wow, like this is it. <laughs> yeah, it, you kind of get that shock of it looks so good, but it actually yeah. isn't that great. It's that um, like that unknown feeling of, it could be really good, but it could also be really bad, but you kind of expect it to be really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, like um, I went to like the Leaning Tower of Pisa and like everyone raves about it. We go there and there's just that, like mm. there's nothing else around it. It's just like you drive two hours just for that and then you're like 10 minutes, you're like, oh, cool. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what next? Um- so that's kind of a segue into probably my first question is like, how did yeah. you start traveling? Or like probably the first place or let's see where I start from. Like, well, my parents are all from Indonesia. So pretty much went there for when I was younger, did a bit of that, but didn't really start traveling until what year was that? Five years ago, mm. 2017. So on that year, like, or the year before, I went to Bali with all the mates, of course. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I decided to join on ship. So probably that was a year after. Wanted to do a bit more traveling, see a bit of the world. Just I've been in, well, I'm from Perth. So I lived in Perth pretty much, like, my whole life. Yeah. Um, so decided to join up on a cruise ship as a personal trainer. So started in London did like three weeks training there, then pretty much joined a P&O ship. So that was uh, P&O Aurora. So that was a great ship because I wanted to do more traveling. So it was a smaller ship. So it could go, it was more going to the good destination. So pretty much started in the UK, um, went to like all around South America, Caribbean, Mediterranean, Baltics, like wow. Iceland, New York, um, Azores, and seeing the Northern Lights, like, yeah, it was fucking hectic. That was like yeah. 10 months, like, contract. Obviously, majority of the time you're working, but you still had the chance to, like, see that places. And, yeah, like, ever since it's just, like, like hooked me. And then had to go back to Perth, did, like, stayed there for, like, two years while doing a bit of travelling around Australia. And then I was just like, yeah, screw it, <laughs> moved to Brisbane. <laughs> Yeah. I haven't been to Brisbane before. So yeah, no, it's pretty much it. That's pretty much it in so far. Eh? Yeah. Like I could imagine like a cruise ship would be the perfect, like, um, like working on a cruise ship would be the perfect job to see so many different places just because they go everywhere. Like, yeah. I, like working, say it's not like your traditional job where you're just st- stuck in one spot, you're moving around no. all the time, which makes yeah. it, so like all of these destinations so much more accessible and you're basically getting paid to travel oh, is. essentially. Yeah. It's great. Like it all really depends on like what ship you get. Like most of the bigger cruise lines, like with over like 3000, 4,000 guests, they'll tend to do the same itinerary over yeah. and over again. So say during the summer or something, they'll be in the Caribbean like yeah. for six months. And then the next six months they'll be in the Mediterranean but like mine was like around 2000 guests. So it was a bit smaller. So we'll do more like world cruises, things like that. So like, it really depends on like 
what ship you get on. Yeah. And then like, it all really depends on like how much time you get off, depending on like what department you work in as well. Like mm. for myself, I could only get off like one day. So every poor day would be me and my partner who would be the, the other personal trainer. So like there's two of us. So he would pretty much work and then I would go off then I'll work and he'll go off. So yeah. There'll be days like when you're in Barcelona and he's out enjoying stuff and you're just stuck at work. You're like, oh, fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you're, you're I only just... got to experience Barcelona just like a little tiny bit. So mm. I always was working that day and pissed me off. <laughs> yeah. Do you think? But yeah, it all depends. Eh? Mm. Do you think kind of working on the cruise ship and only getting that kind of slight experience from each country made you more curious about what was out there? Like if oh. you got more time, in each spot, would you spend more time in each spot or were there certain spots that you kind of thought one day was just enough to see what it was? And I, yeah, like keep going for it or. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like I always like to think as like cruising, like I love cruising, man. (laughs) Um, I always like to think that if that cruising is kind of like, kind of like a trailer to the mm. place. So you always, you always go kind of to the good parts, but you never see like the full thing. Yeah. But there are times where like the Leaning Tower, Pisa, Venice, um, there are some other places where you're like, cool. I've seen it. Like I didn't spend yeah. thousands of dollars just to go see Venice when you pretty much saw it, the whole thing in a day. Yeah. There's probably little things that you missed out, but like did the gondola, right. I'm pretty happy doing that. Yeah. Um, but then yeah. you see, little towns where you're like, holy crap, like I'd never thought about this place or yeah. anywhere before. And you're like, wow, like this is absolutely amazing. Like some small towns, you're like, yeah, I definitely want to come back and see this place again. Mm. So yeah, it definitely gets you curious about what else is around the place as well, which is great. <laughs> yeah. Like I felt like from my experience when I went to India, it felt like, yeah, like when we went to the Taj Mahal, Taj Mahal um, it was like uh, you kind of were in this um, thing that is world-renowned as being incredible, but yeah. you kind of felt like I don't want to spend more time here because the moment you step out, it's crazy hustle and bustle. You're constantly yeah. challenged, whereas in there it's quite um, sanitised in a way versus out yeah. in the city you're exploring what it actually is. And, yeah, like, when we were in India, um, we went to a couple of smaller towns and, yeah. like, we went during the summer and it was, um, like, tourist low season. I think in total we saw maybe 40 tourists a whole like oh, yeah. yeah and <laughs> spot out like crazy <laughs> yeah you do um but luckily in terms of that like you're not it's constantly being surrounded by tourists you're kind yeah. of being left on your own and you're kind of getting the proper experience rather than um all that manufactured touristy stuff so we went to uh, a town like a small it was basically a village but it had these incredible temples and yeah. you could just walk through them and explore them and there was no yeah. one there. So it's wow. kind of the things like that make you appreciate going to the smaller places because not so many people go there. So, yeah, yeah like you get all of those different experiences yeah. that people wouldn't get and then those stories yeah. just, you remember those stories quite a bit. 
Yeah, nice. Where, where else have you been? Um, so I've been, I was born in the Netherlands um, oh, cool. so, yeah. and lived there for six years. So did yeah. a yeah. bit of Europe then. And then I've been to Malaysian Borneo, which is pretty incredible. Um, yeah. Then I went back to Europe and we did yeah. like five weeks in Europe and just traveled around oh, family. Yeah. So that was really cool. Yeah. And, whereabouts did you go? Uh, so we went to Netherlands for a week just because yeah. we see family. And then yeah. after that, we went to Croatia for a week, which was wow. like one of my favorite countries. It's just yeah. incredible. And yeah. then after Croatia, we flew across to Rome and Italy, um, got to explore uh, yeah. Rome and Naples. Naples oh. is one of those cities where I didn't truly like it. Like it was really yeah. weird in the way that, like you hear about Positano and all that and it's near there, but when you're yeah. in Naples, it's kind of super run down, kind of rough. Really? And I feel like, cause we were staying near the train station and yeah. it just felt like completely unsafe. And so it's like, what are we yeah. doing here? But we only yeah. went, really went there to go to uh, Pompeii anyway. So okay. oh. yeah. yeah. So Pompeii was incredible, Wait. but yeah. Naples. Yeah. No, no. Is that, that's with the, like, there's like a massive castle along the coast. Like um, or I don't remember. I think, I, I think it's I'm, near there. It'd be near yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and then after Naples, we flew to Munich. So I've been yeah. to Germany quite a bit when I was younger. Right. Um, but like we just went to Munich just because um, my parents had done Berlin and all that, but hadn't yeah. really done Munich. So we thought, why not? And it's such a cool city. Um, yeah. And we got to see sort of things to do with world war two and uh all that went to a concentration well supposedly it wasn't a concentration camp but it kind of was it was <laughs> yeah. like a hidden one in munich and yeah. just walking around there is like your emotions just get played with because you're kind of like yeah. my family were like a hundred like a few hundred kilometers away in the netherlands and they could have very easily gone to a concentration camp if they were jewish so it's kind of yeah. quite quite weird and then we went for a day trip to Austria. So that was pretty, like, it's crazy how in Europe you can just go for a day trip and you're in a different yeah, country. Man, and yeah, Different country, shit. Yeah, and got to, like, it was raining the whole day, but we got, it was, we went up onto, we went to Salzburg and went into the fort, which just sits on, in the middle of the town, above the city. Yeah. And you just go up a funicular and you're, like, right above the city. You just see the mountains yeah. surrounding it. Um, yeah. And then we went to Paris. So Paris is probably my least favorite. Like people love Paris, <laughs> but I'm not a massive fan of Paris. No, um, fair enough, same. Yeah. yeah, it's just, it's so just different. Like I, I understand yeah. it's different, but it's kind of just too different. And it's quite, the, the people were kind of nice, but then sometimes they'd be super but, rude to you. Yeah, it's, just, it's not a, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really like the feeling of it as well. <laughs> yeah. And then, from Paris, we went back to Amsterdam and then flew back home. So it's a lot yeah. jammed into five weeks, but yeah, no. you're just exploring so much. Yeah. Shit. It's a good yeah. five weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a good second question is like, if you, any country that you haven't been to, um, yeah. but you'd like to explore, um, like what would you, what have you seen and want to do and how would you explore it? Would you explore it slow or would you explore it quite quickly? 
Um, I want to go back to Europe. So I've done like most of the coast, coastal areas and yep. I want to go more like inland. Honestly, like all the Alps, like Swiss Alps, Swiss Alps, Austrian Alps, pretty much all of that. Mm. Um, there's mountains just looks, they just look stunning. Eh? Yeah. Um, then like pretty much like I love castles. So I want to go check out all the castles. I think there's like a few in Germany and France, yeah. like Scotland. Um, so yeah, definitely like either like a road trip or something around there. Like one guy I were, um, was a member at my previous gym. He, this is what I want to do. He pretty much had three months off, book flights to Austria, book a car for three nights and that was it. Well, I booked a hotel for three nights and yeah. hired a car for like 90 days and that was it. And just and then went around. pretty much he just did whatever, whatever he wanted to do. So he would stay in one place, maybe meet a few people there and they'll be like, Oh, you got to check out this place. And yeah. he'll be like, all right, cool. Next day he'll just get jump in his car and go check it out. Or he'll meet another group of people and they'll be like, Oh, there's this event happening like over here. Like we should like, and he's like, all right, cool, let's go. So then he yeah. just goes in a group of people and he's off to this, off to like some other country or something. Mm. I'm like, just be super nomadic and just explore yeah, like, and just let whatever you're doing dictate what you're doing, not have a massive plan that people follow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's the thing. Like, you just see, see if something's good, you're like, oh crap, all right. Well, I like this place a little bit more. So I'll stay an extra night or two. Or if this place is pretty shit, I'll head off to the next town. Or, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you can explore a little bit more, be a bit more freer. Like I did that with the Queensland trip. So me and my mate, we pretty much booked it like maybe one or two nights in advance mm. and pretty much just did it on the fly, like while we're on the road. So yeah, it turned then, out pretty well since it was Australia, mm. but definitely that was a good like kind of a experience to do when going over to Europe or so. Yeah. So it sounds like you enjoy that slower kind of travel where you can explore more of what you want to explore and not just visit the highlights and that's it. Like yeah. if, if you do that, then you're kind of, um, you're able to see a lot more and you've got a lot more, like a lot, uh, more richer stories. Like you can yeah. kind of, you've got that whole, experience to go off rather than just oh we went here then we drove four hours and then went here yeah. you've got all those stories in between yeah i guess it's like yeah, a bit of a mix like a slow quick like i like to get things done pretty quick so like if i mm. see it like i'm good and then like off to the next place like usually we could i can usually tend to see like quite a few things pretty quickly in one day yeah like i plan them quite well like on the spot like yeah. i like to think that <laughs> but yeah but yeah like yeah just being on the fly and seeing what there is and then, yeah, just going through it. Like most of the trips I do pretty much, I plan like literally on the day, like. Yeah. Or like the I night before. Like, that's why, huh? Or like the night before. Why, like, like, I'm just going. Like, yeah. Like it's so hard. Like, cause I tell people, okay, I'll put, put up a plan. Like I'll, I'll put up stories on my Instagram to say where I'm going, but like not till the day before I can really think I'm like, Oh, okay. This is what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> Like you never know also the weather. Like if you go into an island, yeah. you don't want it to be raining the whole day. Yeah. 
yeah. or like it's like oh, if I want to climb up a mountain, or maybe I don't want to. Maybe I want to see a waterfall. I don't know. I'll just yeah. plan on the day or the day before. Mm. And that's what Queensland gives you. It's so much like it's so diverse in what you can do. Like yeah, um, when I was up in uh, Cairns, like I spent two weeks up there in a van so I could just oh, do whatever man. I wanted. Yeah. And there was one day, like uh, one day I went bungee jumping at AJ Hackett in Cairns. And then yeah. after I'd bungee jumped, I drove four hours down to Wallaman Falls, camped there for the night. Oh shit. Uh, wow. well, was in the van there at night and then yeah. woke up for sunrise, watched uh, over Wallaman Falls, which was oh, incredible. Oh, and then, yeah, like I didn't go all the way down because I was just by myself and I was like, I'm not going to. Oh, like, man, what? <laughs> I, I, it just means I have to go back up. Um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and, <all> right. <laughs> yeah, and then. Man, like, you have to if, go back there again now. I do. I, I There wasn't as much water, so I was like, oh, was there's that? way. No, because it was the start of the, it was the end of the dry season, so. It was just, oh, okay, it yeah. was a little trickle compared to what yeah. like, pictures I've seen where it's just massive. Yeah, oh, yeah, true. And then, like, that day I went all the way from, it was basically four hours south of Cairns. I went to, like, Mission Beach and then all the way along through the Atherton Tablelands to, like, Miller Miller Falls yeah, and nice. stuff. That was yeah, where yeah. I stopped, swum for a bit just because I needed to refresh yeah. myself. Yeah, and it was so good. Nice and cold. Yeah. Um, and then drove all the way. I drove like an hour and a half north of Cairns. So in all, it was like six six hours of driving that day, but oh, I shit. saw yeah. so much and yeah. I was able to, I was kind of in a rush to get up north. So I thought, yeah, I'll do what I need to do, but I don't actually need to see everything because I've kind of seen stuff coming down and then going through. Yeah. And then I never know if I go back up there again, I might spend four or six weeks up there and just like yeah. explore it properly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, my Wallerman day falls was hectic as well. Eh? Yeah. A, I think like we stayed on magnet, magnetic Island that night, mm. pretty much had an eye on magnetic Island and then pretty much woke up, took the ferry over across, drove all the way to Wallerman falls, like hiked it. We stayed there for like a good couple hours mm. and then we drove to mission beach. Like we had nothing to eat all day had like a massive feed and then like got a little bit late and it was absolutely storming when we're setting up our 10 we're like, oh, fuck, <laughs> we're gonna die tonight <laughs> yeah setting up right on the coast like it's just windy as hell mm. freaking tent cover went flying off like <laughs> running grabbing it like literally the tent was coming inwards during the night like mm. honestly that was a hectic but day like those are like the stories you want like even if it was like kind of a bad experience at the time, you can always look yeah. back and just laugh at it, laugh at it oh, and man, have a good story great. about it. Yeah, yeah. Like considering like just going off that, like have you had any scary slash dangerous moments in your adventures? No, uh, not really, to be honest. A few like times where you probably almost missed the ships or you just got a little bit too drunk. <laughs> somehow got back onto the ship. I don't know yeah. how I got back on, but if you pretty much like, if you miss the ship, like when you're boarding back on, you're pretty much screwed. <laughs> like, mm, yeah. They're either, not going to wait for one person. I don't really know how, huh? They're not going to wait for one you, person. So you yeah. try like get onto the next port. And then when you do get back on, they'll probably just tell you to get off the ship, give get all your stuff and get off. And then you have yeah. to try to find your own way back home. Mm. Um, so it's like, 
those are the times where you don't want to miss it. And like, there'll be nights, there was like one night, this was probably one of the best days, to be honest, <laughs> like in Barbados, like, yeah, snorkeling. And then you go out drinking and just you drink weightless, like a bar and where all the crew goes to, and you just drink so much. I don't even know how I got back onto the ship. Yeah. All I know is that a member coming, I'm like walking along the port and a member comes up to me who drones in my classes in the morning. It's like, it's like, you're going to be all right for tomorrow morning. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'll be all right. <laughs> Go That's back gold. in and start drinking even more and just pass out and then <laughs> wake up the next morning. I'm like, holy fuck, I have to do this ab class. It's bullshit. Like, I'll probably reek like alcohol. But that yeah. was like, I don't even know how I got back on the ship. There's another one in like, Caribbean like we went zip lining or something mm. but then we had no way of getting back to um getting back to the ship so we yeah. somehow just jumped on this van where there's like a whole bunch of people <laughs> like it was the most weirdest van ride I've ever been on and just like kids were getting dropped off like packages were getting thrown <laughs> in the van like kids were just getting passed around like what the fuck is going on here yeah and yeah, apparently it was their local bus or something. <laughs> I don't know. Their bus slash delivery van slash post office. Yeah, man. Postman, like everything. Literally, they just drop boxes. They'll just stop on the side of the road, drop a box off, then kid will get passed on, and then I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. But honestly, nothing really dangerous has happened. Like, I'm pretty safe, to be honest. Mm. That's, like, that's all you can ask for is, like, never yeah. trying to risk too much. Like, I've had a couple of, I wouldn't say dangerous moments, just kind of scary in the moment um, yeah like uh just like near near where i live we've got a river that runs down and yeah um i was trying to get across the river and i'm trying to i have like cameras in my bag and all that like probably yeah. the, one of the dumbest things i've done and you're trying to get across <laughs> these rocks and they're super slippery and i step on one slip into yeah. the water um i got I smashed my shin into the rock underneath the oh, water. Yeah. So I had like an egg that was like that far off my shin. Um, oh, I thought yeah. I literally thought I'd broken my leg. I was like, yeah. what am I doing? Had to walk like three Ks out. Um, but luckily when I fell in, I didn't, I kind of caught myself. So up till my yeah. waist where the bag was sitting above was like completely wet and then above where like where my bag is it was completely dry and I was like thank you like if that had happened <laughs> yeah. it would have ruined my cameras and it would have just yeah. sucked <laughs> but yeah. then I've had like experiences in um like when we were in Borneo when we were trekking it wasn't so much dangerous or scary it was just really weird like we had um on the trek we had part of our group got attacked by like I believe it was wasps. Um, it was like yeah, massive yeah, okay. wasp nest in the middle of the jungle yeah. and they just got attacked. And I think like maybe each person got stung like three, four, five times. And oh, like oh, I was, I was, I was pretty lucky cause I was at the front. Yeah. So the wasp would all stop before they reached the front. So I was like, oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm super lucky, but everyone else was kind of just, just sore and everything. Do you get beer or anything? No, I was so lucky. Oh, decent. <laughs> yeah. And then it was just like leeches were pretty bad in that area. So I've had, yeah. I had like leeches on my arm, like there. Oh. And I didn't, I didn't notice it until it had started just sucking so much that there was no point in getting really? it off. Holy fuck. So right. I just, just had to leave it um, hanging there, just sucking the blood. And then what? just, fell off and then like probably 
two minutes later I looked down and my arms just covered in blood because obviously oh, it, it's like a blood thinner. Um, yeah. And so it was just running down my arm and I was like, <laughs> like I've got blood everywhere. Just Where's this Borneo, is it? Yeah. Yo, so pretty incredible spot. Yeah. Like, I uh, got to see orangutans and like clouded leopards yeah. and stuff, but it's pretty wild in some spots. Yeah, yeah, right. Holy crap! Mm. How what was that? Was that like a hike through the mountain or? Um, so it's a trip with school. Um, yeah, but it was we had um, it was like four different parts. So we had like um, rest and relaxation, a community project, a trek, yeah, right. and acclimatization, and because it was like over three weeks and we went from the bottom of uh, the Malaysian part of Borneo right to the top. And so it was a whole mix of transport. It was like buses, um, speedboats, like small planes and stuff. You're going from cities into jungle, into the the ocean to take the boat up and like everything's – it's just sensory overload, but you're, yeah, it's just so awesome. And we were meant to hike, um, instead of the trek through the jungle, we were meant to hike Mount, um, Mount Kinabalu, which is like 4,800 meters. Okay. And yeah, yeah, but it was closed because there was an earthquake there the, the year before. Yeah, and so right. we weren't able to go, but I would have loved to do it because it's like yeah. such a massive mountain and yeah. it, it's kind of like, a good experience to um see like altitude sickness and stuff because it's it's not massive yeah. but it's not small like in australia it's 2228 meters now because yeah, that's, that's it high. yeah it's a half of a day <laughs> yeah it's like you kind of want that challenge of experiencing yeah. something bigger what it's because, like yeah but it was pretty cool like the whole trip was just like everything was so different and um, you just learnt so much about yourself, like because yeah. it was kind of led by the students, and I was only fifteen when I did oh. it. Oh, what? So yes. you guys kind of planned it. We had pretty much full control of, like, there was a rough itinerary that they gave us that we had to follow, but yeah. we got to choose where we were staying. We got to book all, tra- pretty much all the transport. Um, if we wanted to stay more days in one place, we'd have to cut days from another place. Yeah. Uh, budget all the food. We had to carry all the money. And yeah, the money was yeah. very interesting because I was <laughs> the kind of the, tr- the accountant for part of the trip. And yeah. I thought someone had lost, I think it was like 1200 Australian dollars. Uh, yeah. And cause what? I'm, I was responsible for the money, but people were carrying it. So I was like yeah. freaking out. I was like, where's the money gone? Like I haven't lost the money, but someone else <laughs> had, but I'd yeah, still yeah. get in trouble for it. Um, but yeah. then luckily it was right at the bottom of someone's pack and I was so <laughs> relieved, but yeah. I was, I was freaking out before I was like, what am I going to do? Like, it's so yeah. bad. What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. So I've got another question and it's kind of, yeah. uh, a question that most people on social media don't want to share a specific location, which is fine. Um, but yeah. like, what is the hidden gem that you have found and that, most people like kind of wouldn't know about i think well like where i've been to like i think one of my most favorite places i've been to like which i never would have gone to if it was for if it wasn't for the cruise ships would have been um 
there's this little island off Switzerland called no not Switzerland um Sweden mm. um it's like Visby it was just like a nice little old like town where we pretty much docked um like really nice town um and I just remember it because they had like the biggest apparently it's the biggest ice cream store in Europe <laughs> we walk in and it's just like hundreds of flavors of ice cream I'm like what the fuck? like this place is amazing yeah and you just walk around like like all these old buildings like really nice town um yeah that was like probably one of my like places I've been wouldn't have never thought of going to but it was like it was really yeah. nice like, I've never heard of it and it yeah, sounds like no it would be pretty incredible it's like yeah it's nice and then like pretty much like like most Baltics places, like everyone goes to the Mediterranean, like everyone talks about going to the Mediterranean, but like the Baltics is probably more like, I enjoyed it a lot more. Like there's this place um, in Estonia called Tallinn. It's like yeah. a olden day, like Shrek, like just old like buildings, like mm. walls, like it's a nice, yeah, nice like town. That's what it is. I've heard but of like, Tallinn. And like yeah. it looks, it's somewhere that is like massively on my bucket list just because it looks incredible. Because it's like, yeah. isn't there like the old town? And then yeah. there's also like the Soviet part where it's like Soviet buildings and stuff uh, yeah. on the outside. So it seems like it's a pretty cool mix of old and somewhat new and then new as yeah. well. Like, yeah, the old town is just amazing. Like, I think my favorite, my favorite place would be Norway though. Have you ever seen yeah. much of Norway? Like not many people talk about going to Norway or anything. Mm, I have Norway is like, like, like easily anywhere. Like there's like nowhere, anywhere close mm. <laughs> that I would say is close to Norway. Like yeah. Norway's like right up there, like mm. top country I've ever been to. Like I've never been to Norway. But I've yeah. been, my parents have done a massive road trip through Norway and they oh, loved it. Really? And um, How much of that is? That would be a lot. That would be really Well, expensive. luckily for us, for them, they were living in yeah. the Netherlands, so they were able to just drive up with their own car. Yeah. But it was still expensive because, like, the exchange rate, even from euros to whatever it is, kroner or whatever, um, yeah. is still quite big. And then even then, yeah. prices are quite expensive. Yeah, I remember going there buying a beer. It was like 30 bucks for that, like $20, $30. I'm like, holy shit, like this is expensive. Yeah. But I've heard like coffees are like $8 for like a small coffee yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And I've heard Iceland's even worse, like because they can't grow anything, like everything's <laughs> imported and then you, everything just costs an absolute fortune. Yeah. But, you know, like I, only, I only spent the day in Reykjavik and that was like, that was cool. Like, mm. I went to the Blue Lagoon. That's like, I thought it was like overhyped, but holy crap, it is absolutely amazing. Yeah. It was like 11 p.m. at night and it was still like kind of like dusk, like kind yeah. of light, but like midnight so time. much smoke around. It was like the scene, like just created a nice atmosphere and like you go to certain parts of the pool lagoon and it's like really warm mm. and then like, can get a little bit colder and then there's like a walk-up bar and then like it's honestly like really nice like it's expensive but it's definitely just worth um, it huh just worth yeah, it yeah like i thought it was overrated but no like, i really enjoyed it <laughs> i really yeah. enjoyed it that was yeah, cool like that's the thing the world's so full of amazing places that people oh, man, have never yeah. heard of and 
no matter what, you're never going to be able to reach at all. Yeah. So you kind of got to no. work out what you want to see and also what you can kind of find just by exploring. You're never going to yeah. be able to know what everything is, but if you just uh, jump outside of your comfort zone and go to a different place, you might find one of your favorite places you've ever been to and you would yeah. never have known it. That's it. Like before jumping on the cruise ships, like I never even thought about going to any of these places, but like never even thought about going to like Norway. But now like I went to Norway both in the winter time and the and like around spring or summer. And both were like both top like everything. Yeah. Like during the winter, like we went to Tromso and Alta, which is like right mm. in the top. Um, pretty much like it's only light for like two, three hours. So like yeah. 11 PM, 11 AM, like it's light. And then by two, three, it's already dark. Yeah. And which like, is crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. Like, holy crap, where's this light? And then like we, I finished work, me and my mates, we all jumped in a car. We went to like this real, like part, like this quiet lake or something. You just look up and there's just the Northern lights just covering the wow. whole sky. And it's just like, holy crap. Like never in my life would I have thought, of seeing this, like not many people, like heaps of people want to see it, but not many people get the chance to yeah. actually go see it. And I'm like, people pay thousands of dollars to go see this. Like, mm. and I'm just working, I'm getting paid essentially to, to, to see, see it. this. And yeah. it was like one of the most crazy, like I've got like five pairs, like layers, three, four like layers and my hands and toes like absolutely freeze, but you're just like, just in awe, like it was absolutely amazing. Yeah. And then like we went back again in like spring and then we climbed up, um, was it in Flam? So parents got the most scenic railway in, in the world, but I didn't get to go on it, but we climbed up like a, hiked up a mountain. And honestly, it's like the most greenest place I've ever seen in my life. Like yeah. it's just pure green. Like you just look out, there's a waterfall to your left and then you got the fjords just right there and it's just stunning. Yeah. Um, like it's crazy. Like crazy right there. Um, but yeah, sorry. But like we were, I finished work around 9-11, like the sun, like I think there was a period for about three, four days where the sun didn't even go down during the, yeah. during the summer. So we went hiking up like a mountain, like 1 a.m., and mm. you just still can see everything. It's crazy. Yeah. It's kind of like that midnight sun where, yeah, like I've heard quite a bit of it where the sun never sets, but it kind of sits at that point where it's kind of just in a continuous sunset for yeah. like quite a few hours. And it makes like, obviously like in photography and videography, you want that um, soft light and having that um, for so long, you kind of treated to, perfect light for quite a while versus yeah like here you get really good light for maybe half an hour if you're really lucky yeah yeah that's, yeah. yeah like a good hour or so maybe yeah but other than that like no but yeah like oh yeah like honestly there's so many like places to see it's crazy like i feel like i've done quite a bit but nowhere near what I want to see as well. Yeah. There's so many people even, that have done so much and you're like, yeah, you never want to compare to them, but you kind of nah. look at them for inspiration and you're like, 
those people are kind of doing what I want to be doing or they've yeah. been to places that I want to go to. So how can I emulate that or not emulate that, yeah. but make that my reality, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Is that what you want to do as well? Kind of go travel or. Yeah. Like I'm Yeah. obviously once I finish uni, I was going to go to Vietnam, Cambodia yeah. and Laos last year, but for like a month and a half, but obviously I couldn't do that. But like, uh, since after that trip to Borneo, like my whole perspective had changed. Like yeah. I, before that, I never liked photography at all or any sort yeah. of creative stuff. But one of the, uh, the, the like guide, not guide, but the leader that we had, she was from New Zealand and she, yeah. uh, was, she had a camera and kind of, she just said, if you got any questions, just ask me about it. So I kind of, she kind of inspired me a bit yeah. And then she'd also talk, talked about her trips to like Antarctica and working on oh, uh, ships yeah. in Antarctica. And it was like, now that's epic. Like that's something that yeah. I want to do. And yeah. then like, once I got back, I was like, I got onto YouTube and just started watching like travel, uh, travel vloggers and yeah. stuff. Like there was, I'd say probably like my main inspiration was this guy, called Ben Brown and yeah. he daily vlog every day, but he was also a, like an epic photographer. Um, yeah, right. And so kind of, it was a mixture of like that videography photography side, but also the travel that yeah. he did. And it was like crazy. So kind of, that's actually one of the questions is like, who's like your biggest inspiration in what you do? Yeah. Oh man. I don't really have anyone really like that. Was, there was like one of like, one of the girls I worked with, her partner, like pretty much did film for like WA tourism. And I would always mm. be like watching his videos. I'm like, that's pretty much like how I go into droning. Yeah. But like traveling, like, I don't really follow many people traveling. Like, I see heaps of people pictures. I kind of don't really watch them. Cause then I'm like, Oh shit. Like I want to go there. Like, yeah. So I don't really tend to do it, but like watch other people do them. But like, this guy, he does like all the filming around WN and like his filming was crazy. So that's how I kind of got into like the droning, like for photography, like I didn't really start. I only just started because my ex was, she was going on heaps of hype, like going around heaps of places. So I'm like, oh shit, I was so, I'll get into something while we go on these hikes and then just take yeah. pictures of us. <laughs> and that was pretty much how I was going to photography. Yeah. But, like that, yeah. that's the thing, like, with photography, videography, it's not all about creating epic imagery. It's also that process of learning and developing yeah. your style and all that. So your pictures might not be super great at first, but as you yeah. continue, uh, they become much better. Like, is that yeah. your image behind you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like things like that. Once you get to a point where you're pretty happy with your photography, you you start printing them off. Like I've got that yeah. one behind me. That's one of my favorite pictures, and it's like, yeah, it's just from that practice you're able to. Is that your? Is that? Did you do that? Yeah. Do you take that? Yeah. Oh shit, nice. So it's kind of you get uh, to a point where you enjoy your photography so much that you want to see your yeah. stuff printed, and you want to kind yeah. of like keep pushing it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's it. I got like, I've got a way like this past couple of months, I got a way more into doing videos. Yeah. I just find it a little bit more enjoyable, like taking pictures. Like, I still take pictures, but like, I just haven't been editing them as much yeah. compared to doing videos. I just like, I just quite enjoy doing the videos. Like 
at the moment. So I still need to try to learn how to figure out how to use more of the camera yeah. video instead of like, because all my shots are kind of just drone shots, which I mm. quite enjoy. Like I yeah. just love flying it, really. <laughs> like I saw your um, videos and I thought, I might as well, like I've always wanted a drone, but then after yeah. seeing your videos, I was like, like I really want to get one just because it changed yeah. perspective so much. Like, yeah, yeah, like I couldn't, um, even some of my recent hikes before lockdown, I was like the fact that I can now get that different perspective and show yeah. that like the scale of where I was was yeah. like the, it makes it so good for, um, setting a scene in a video rather than just all on the ground. Cause I was shooting yeah. just with like a, I wasn't going to film with my camera. I just filmed with my GoPro just cause it's super easy. Cause I can mount it vertically and it'll just film and it's pretty good quality. But yeah. once I got to like a summit, I felt like I was limited just by that. Like I couldn't yeah, do it. Yeah. So I had to get, I thought if I can get that like massive change in perspective, it, definitely would enhance the videos that I make. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, cause I was in Perth, like I was just getting, I felt like I went everywhere around Perth. So I was getting just, I was getting a little bit bored, like didn't go out as much, do as much. But then ever since I got a drone, I pretty much wanted to hit back everywhere that I've been to mm. just because it, it just gives you something different than yeah. what you've been seeing. Like, like there's heaps of good things to do around Perth, but then like after getting the drone, I'm like, holy crap. Like I went back to a few places I've been to before and it was just like, it was just so much fun. Like flying yeah. around, like it's great. Like Yeah. That's the thing like, in Canberra. It's seen as super boring for yeah. people that don't enjoy the outdoors. But yeah. once you get, like once you live here for a bit, you kind of understand that, yeah, it might be boring in terms of other things, but you basically are surrounded by mountains. Um, yeah. So you can just explore a different mountain every day of the week and you'll probably never get bored. But for me, I yeah. explored, like I've hiked a lot of the, the hikes. So I thought if I can, if I'm able to change something up and um, do it. So I thought drone will change stuff up. And like, I've been yeah. on repeat hikes that, I'd never actually seen it from above. So I'm like, this is incredible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like we're kind of lucky in Canberra that the drone rules are a lot more relaxed than New South Wales because New South Wales yeah. is are just crazy. Oh, real? I haven't, I haven't been there with her yet. Yeah. Like um, you're not allowed to fly over national parks. Um, yeah, right. You're not allowed to fly over the ocean in most places, I don't think. Um, so it's kind of or you need permits for national parks. Whereas yeah. I remember looking at like the rules for Queensland and it's like, well, you can fly pretty much everywhere except like um, Hinchinbrook and I think the Capricornia islands or whatever. And that's yeah, pretty like much it. Yeah. There's a few places like sunny sunshine coast. Apparently you're not allowed to fly in sunshine coast. Oh really? I don't know. Apparently the council are just like no drones. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, like, I'm, just, I'm not hundred percent sure, but. I'm pretty mm. sure that's what I read, which is really yeah. weird. But then like, like what I've read on like forums and stuff or like on Facebook is people have stood like when the tide is low, they stand like right at the ocean and apparently it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I don't it's I don't so know. weird. Yeah. So, like that's the thing with drone, like flying a drone is there's so many different rules that, 
each place yeah. is different that it gets quite confusing. So yeah. you'll have certain places that will allow it and then other places that won't allow it. And then yeah. even um, like in Canberra, obviously we've got Parliament House and all that and then the airport's right next to the city. But yeah. because CASA, like the aviation thing, allows you to, if your drone's under 250 grams, you're allowed to fly within five and a half k's of an airport. So oh, yeah. Like everyone's saying, oh, you can't take photos, uh, fly a drone there, but technically you're allowed. You just can't fly over yeah. Parliament House. And then also near where I live, there's the Deep Space Tracking Center. So it's like the massive satellite dishes. Yeah. And yeah. that's like a five and a half K exclusion zone around that. It's like a oh. restricted area, yeah. but right next to it, you're just allowed, not right next to it, but just outside, you're allowed to fly it and it's perfectly fine. So it's like, yeah. It's so confusing. Have many, yeah. Have you had many people complain about it or? Um, not for like I had, there was one post that I did in a Facebook group, which was like hikers of Australia or something. And yeah. it kind of, there was a bit of an argument about it because <laughs> it wasn't an argument. It was more, um, cause I flew into Vimbilla, which is like a nature reserve. And yeah. they say, you're allowed to fly it in there, but other places near there, you're not allowed to fly it because okay. of some other rule. And then, yeah. so the whole conversation was about how there was no information that actually stated the rules that were actually, that uh, they said that they were. So everyone yeah. was super confused. How about yeah. yourself? Like, have you ever I, had any? In person? No, like it's really, I thought I was going to get quite a few like people going like, oh, what the fuck you flying? But everyone's been like pretty pretty good about it though everyone comes up to me like asking questions like oh like how's the drone like what drone you got like oh what does it look like people have been really friendly around here which is cool like people yeah. just ask the question like every time I go up and there's like people around someone will ask about it like oh look at that like, got a drone like oh it's quite like I've gone to so many conversations with people like just the other day there's another guy I did like a tour um, and there was another guy who had a drone and we were just like both flying it together, like <laughs> good fly. We're just like making sure where each other's or, or each other are yeah. just flying around. Um, and then like, and then it's like, yeah, like maybe in the next few weeks or so, like do a few shoots together of like Brisbane, try to get a few hyperlapse or something, yeah. which I've never done before. But yeah, like people are like friendly, like just the other mm. week as well was down at a waterfall, someone had a drone, like we're just chatting, like seeing like, oh, things like that. But yeah, people have been really good, like, which isn't too bad because I know I've had other friends who they've had heaps of complaints like, oh, like you're spying on us or something. Yeah, like I can that. imagine that. Like, but, no, I haven't, any, that. I haven't had any issues with people um, like in person. It was like I'd go, um, there's one like shoot where I did it um, and there was these people rock climbing, um, yeah. on a rock wall. And I was, I went up to them and was like, Hey guys, just to let you know, I'll be flying a drone. I'll try to stay away from you guys just because I know how dangerous it is rock climbing yeah. and sailing. So I was like, I'll, I'll stay away from you guys. And if you guys want, I'll take a couple of pictures of you. And they're like, yeah, that's yeah. fine. Like we appreciate you letting us know. And like, even there's been a couple of times up on mountains where, you kind of you think you're going to get someone's going to come up and complain yeah but then everyone's just super interested in what you're doing yeah <laughs> and so it just starts a conversation and um like even 
I've had some people that have no idea what a drone even is. And then yeah. I just, I just land it and show them what it is. And they're like, Oh, that's so cool. Like I'd want to get one. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's super cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's a good way to start a conversation. Like most people, yeah. Most people up here have been really friendly. Like I quite, it's good fun. Like obviously like before I do like this, like if it's quite tight, like a, like quite a few people, then I'll just be like, it's all right if I fly the drone and people are like, yeah, no worries. That's all good. Yeah. And I'll just let it off. And then yeah. Yeah. No, good fun. yeah. So I was thinking, um, like in this section, we'll just talk about kind of um, like kind of some tips for TikTok because that's pretty yeah. much where your primary um, viewership yeah. is. Like you've got, yeah. is it 40,000 followers? Um, around like yeah, 38, so 38. just a bit lower. But and and yeah. like half a million Trying likes. Huh? <laughs> and like half a Sorry. million likes. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, I don't, um, yeah. It's, I'm like only honestly got them all pretty much in the last three months or so, three four yeah. months. Um, yeah. What would you like to know? Like, like, um, just in terms of prior to kind of that video that we spoke about before. Yeah. How long had you kind of been posting? Quite was it quite consistently or was it quite infrequent? Um. So there was like one or two posts I did like a year ago where I was trying like down in Margaret river and then they got like a hundred, hundred views or so. And then I started posting again back in March. Um, and I was doing probably like once just post, like I would go out when I got my drone, started videoing a bit here and there, then put them together. And then like, it was getting about, yeah, like 500 views. And then yeah, after that, one that blew up, I started changing things a little bit. And then I um, started adding series like day trips, the Brisbane day trip series, which like, which went really good. Yeah. Um, so it's getting like quite a lot of views from that one. And then I was just, like adding the series, like back there, it was like really good. Like it got me like quite a lot of views, like, and I think it like, people want to start doing out and going out and exploring more, but people don't really know what to do, which I've noticed like a lot of people are from Brisbane, but they've never been to some of these places before. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, or like, yeah. Yeah. Like I think even for people that don't live in Brisbane, but see those videos, they think don't like, they think about those things and are like, why don't we go to Brisbane? Why don't we yeah. explore these places? Like, I feel like the same kind of happens in Canberra is people get so hung up on one thing that they keep repeating and they never yeah. challenge themselves to explore something else. Well, so yeah, well, like we have, what? you go. go on. No, no, go, on, go on, sorry. Uh, uh, we have one mountain, like Mount Ainsley, yeah. which is right in the middle. And we yeah. have one, one of the waterfalls, which is like Gibraltar falls. And yeah. they're like the two things that people do, but they're like the only yeah. two things people do. So yeah. they never like, even in the city around the city, we've got quite a few mountains that are well, hills yeah. slash mountains that are in the middle and you can explore, but everyone will just stick to the same two or three things that they know. Yeah. And they'll never challenge themselves to go. Yeah. Even if it's an easier hike or something, they won't, see it and it can like in yeah. Canberra it gives a complete different perspective of the whole city yeah but yeah well I think works on the TikTok as well because like 
I did heaps of videos like showing all these nice places, but you know, like heaps of people make videos of all these nice places, but then like giving information about those places that helps people like, Oh, yeah. this hike's only, you know, like, Oh, it's only an hour away from Brisbane. Like that's not that far. Like, yeah. So they like a two, three kilometer walk. That's why I think that one that blew up did really well because mm. it's only a 400 meter walk. Yeah. Everyone can do a 400 meter walk. Like, yeah, it's, it's pretty hard. much accessible to everyone. That's it. Like, but then you're stepping on these stones, you're stepping on these, like walking along these planks, like it's doable. It's easy. Everyone can do it. And that's why I think like works on TikTok, especially in travel, like you want to make it easy for people to actually go out and do it. Yeah. Like if you feel like it's way too hard, people will be going to be like, Oh, look like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, yeah, go. Go. <laughs> uh, I was um, going to say like, um, with the, like being able to make it accessible for people, but also make yeah. it in, like it, cause that one's accessible, but then it's also interesting and different. And yeah. so you kind of get that, that balance of it's kind of got in terms of TikTok, it's got that value yeah. of it's different, but it's also quite easy. And then that merges together to, uh, like grab a massive audience that kind of see yeah. it as either something interesting, something that they can do or something that they um, like can, can do if they want, or they can, like can share it to friends or family that might live in that yeah. area. Yeah. That's it. Like, yeah, I think like that's what I wanted to do with those day trips, get people out more, but do easy trips that people can do like, on a day, like they got a free day, like go out and explore, like instead yeah. of just sit around and do nothing. Like, mm. and I've like, it's really nice. Like you get heaps of people commenting like, Oh, I've never would have done this mountain if it was, wasn't for you. Like, yeah, it's just like, Oh yeah. Like I've started going out exploring more now. Like people don't realize how nice like Queensland is. Like I've only been here for two, three months and I've, love it like yeah great yeah that's one of the things that i kind of want to do with canberra but it's kind of been a challenge trying to find that audience is yeah like um canberra is so un like unknown to many people i think they only remember it as the thing that they went on uh came to canberra for a school excursion and went to house questacon and that's it whereas there's actually so much more that you can do and yeah but the issue is kind of getting the videos out to an audience that will interact with that Um, yeah because canberra's demographic is so different like it's yeah like public servants and then kids of public servants that kind of do the exact same thing and so it's kind of a repetitive loop of the same thing so it's kind of trying to break into that demographic and um expand people's knowledge and horizons yeah. Yeah. I think you just have to find something that's interesting. If it's like, cause most like if it's kids, they're like, try and get the kids. Then usually the kids will be wanting to get their parents to go and yeah. do it. And that's like, I think, well, most, I feel like most of my audience are a bit of a mix. Hmm. Um, I do. I'm pretty sure there's a few kids in there who message. <laughs> I yeah. can kind of tell when there's a kid messaging or like yeah. commenting on it. But then there's also like a lot of parents as well who comments on it as well. Like say, oh, like 
this is the next one or like what's a good family trip and things like that. Mm. And it gives but, you that that additional content that mm. like you can say with the comments, you can make a video just off an in, a single comment and then yeah. that creates a different video that branches off and then someone might yeah. comment on that and it might branch off again or it just gives you more ideas to see what people want yeah. from you. Yeah. But yeah, like right now I'm like playing around with different video types. Like you probably noticed that I stopped doing that like Google Earth thing. Yeah. I kind of just got sick of it to be honest. Yeah, it <laughs> like does. It was doing really well. Like mm. most of the videos were getting like like minimum 10K. Some got to like 500, like 200,000. Mm. But I just got sick of the song, man. <laughs> just got sick yeah. of it. It was, it was very easy to make, like very mm. easy to make. Like take me like... 10, 15 minutes just to mm. put it together because it's already like, like set template. Yeah. So I just chuck it in and it was great. Like it's like you've got, you've got the first clip of the Google Earth thing. You've got yeah. the sound and you just have to yeah. um, put in like and two or three videos that kind of just yeah. match and, it had, and then that's it. It was already set in place. So I just cut it and then all good. Like it was yeah. good fun. It was like easy, but then I just, I got so sick of like the sound just pissed me off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. With and then I'm like, I'm, shit. I'm going to try doing something else, but like so far, like it's doing all right. I'm only get, I'm like getting like 3000 views. Like one of them blew off of a winery. Yeah. I saw that um, today. I just took a look through and it was like half a million. Yeah. That's like almost half a million. Yeah. Like yeah. that was like, I think it was, it was really funny that one. Cause like we went to like Queen Mary Falls. We spent a day there and then like, we're like, Oh, let's go. Like, after a hike, we're like, well, let's go, let's have a few drinks. Like, have go to the winery, do some wine tasting. I'm like drinking the wine. Like, some of my friends, like, they didn't really like it. So I drank there. So I'm like flying this stroller, half drunk. I'm like pissed off. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll just fly it all around. Mm. And then I'm just like, oh, there's a swing. I'll go sit on my ass, my man. So you want to come on the swing? They're like, no, nah. I'm like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> I'll just go sit on the swing. I'm like, just stumbling around, I'm, like, flying this drone, man. Yeah, and then like put it together. I'm like, oh shit! Like, it just people just loved it. Like, I think yeah. it's just nice scenery with the swing, slightly different. Like, yeah, it's this just, little house in the middle. Mm, it's yeah. visually appealing to yeah. an audience, and then it also you can't. If I remember correctly, you gave some information as well on where yeah. it actually was, so that kind of adds to the video itself because then people want to do it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I don't know what the what the winery would have been like the next week or so. I feel like it would have been pretty packed, but yes. yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. hoping. But mm. but yeah, like that was that was fun. But yeah, that's probably like then I've had a few that's gone over like ten thousand, but still playing like I'm still playing around seeing what works because yeah, just that's the thing with TikTok, you never really know what's yeah. going to blow up or not. Like mm. once you do find one that does blow up, you want to try keep it similar to that. Like, yeah. Capitalize on that, like, that thing. Heard yeah. Or like watched where if you find something that blows up, you want to try keep the same template, the same timing and things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I'm just playing around at the moment, like trying to hold bunch of different stuff i remember i did one for work <laughs> that was really funny because like, i saw that that was hilarious work. <laughs> i was like all right we'll see how it goes so i made the video i'm like oh fuck, this is pretty cool i might just i wasn't going to post it on my i was going to post it on my work one but i'm like oh, fuck, yeah. i'll try post it on my work on on my one 
And then it lost me a few followers. I'm like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, this you're just good. like, I guess it's just a learning process. Yeah. Like for me recently, obviously I've been locked down, so I can't really yeah. get out and explore. So I was doing the sunset yeah. time lapses just because it's something easy that I can do. It's something yeah. that I can do daily and it's not that hard for me to do. But Have you seen that guy doing the sunset time, like, the time lapse and he just sits on the chair and then just yeah, the time lapse on him. man <laughs> I, was, I was i was considering just climbing onto the garage roof and just sitting on the edge of it and just the time lapse in front of me but i was like i'm not climbing on the roof sitting on there for two hours um and just having this the clouds go past and me yeah. virtually not moving it would be so painful just grab a beer man grab a few beers <laughs> zip down man nah. just, just just get on my laptop just do my uni work while i'm up there yeah. i wish yeah but yeah like, yeah, like it, it's crazy like you know with tiktok you never really know what's gonna work like there's times where i've made a video i'm like okay yeah man this this has got to blow off like this is gonna yeah. be good and it gets like fucking no views and then yeah. the times where i like quickly put one together just to get like, one out to get one out and it just does shit all, oh it does really good i mean like yeah oh, okay oh. that's the thing so, i've like, found with me is like i was hovering it around I don't know, like 600 views yeah. for a bit. And then I'd have like a couple of videos that went to like three and a half thousand views and they were the most random videos I've ever done. It was yeah. like one of a kangaroo coming out, running at like basically running at me. They got like three yeah. and a half. Another one got like, another one was me dropping a rock on a rock can on top of a mountain. Yeah. That got like three and a half thousand views and I was like, how? <laughs> yeah. it was cr- yeah. And then it was like... Um, and then with these sunset time lapses, I've been averaging like 150 views on them. Yeah. I'm like, I kind of, I know kind of why, cause it's so repetitive because yeah. I'm, how, how long does each video go, go so long for? Like between 10 and like 30 yeah. seconds, depending. Yeah. But yeah, that's, like that's a good time though. Mm, yeah. Like my hiking videos, they were quite long, uh, yeah. like up to a minute but they were still getting like that 600 views. But then yeah. obviously with 600 views, it was just quite steady. Whereas I think if I'd shorten them to about yeah. 20, 20, 30 seconds, it allows people to be able to view it for longer, which is kind of that metric. TikTok's like all about what uh, the watch percentage. Time, so. Yeah. It's like percentage yeah, watched. Is- yeah. Yeah. So that's why, like, that's why I found it really interesting doing the videos because you want to like cut each video to a good point where, so like you got one video, but then you want to cut at a point where you start to lose interest or just before into another yeah. one, which, which I quite enjoy and it's fun to make because you don't want to stick on one clip for too long, mm. like unless it's got like some really nice views leading up to something, but you want to just cut it before and then move on to the next one, which I quite yeah. like. I'll watch my videos and if I get bored watching my videos, I'm like, well, if I'm getting bored watching my videos and definitely other people are going to be yeah. swiping up and skipping it. That's something that I've learned at uni. Like the attention span of a human is so short. Sure. It's like eight yeah. seconds. And like you look at, I think even 20 years ago, it's like 13, 14 seconds. And now yeah, it's like right. eight seconds. Yeah. And you're like, like, I understand that whole concept of, the more not the more information you can get in but the more attention you can get in in that first eight seconds you're gonna yeah. be able to uh keep assist like if you're able to engage them in that eight seconds 
you'll be able to keep them for longer. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Like that's, that's what makes it quite fun. Like you have to be a lot more creative, like get a good caption or hook in at the start and then yeah. maybe create another hook in the middle just to keep them watching. Yeah, I just I quite enjoy it. That's why I find it quite fun. Like yeah. Instagram's cool. Like you make you Instagram, you have to try and make it everything look really nice. It's but very curated. Yeah, you kind of have you have a good play with it. Like even just certain words. Like I've posted like some videos, like that winery video. I've posted it twice. One got four hundred fifty, like five hundred thousand views. But then I've done it again. Like with like maybe a different caption or something. And then they only got like 2000 views or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just so random, but if you can yeah. hit, hit that sweet spot of um, where everything kind of works, then it works really well. And yeah. with that comes that growth, that like TikTok exponential growth. Like you'd see, it's something that you don't see on other platforms. Like you don't yeah. see it on YouTube or well, sometimes you used to see it where someone will go viral with like 2000 subs, but yeah. it's kind of, if you can build um, on other platforms, once you start building the uh, momentum, it starts building. Whereas on TikTok, yeah. you can hit something so well that it starts the momentum really high and then you can continue yeah. it on rather than yeah. just gradually building it. Well, that's the thing with TikTok. Like, if, as long as you make good content, there'll be people like TikTok who want to get that content out, you know? Yeah. So like you could have no one and make good content and you could blow up one day. But like, even like I've got what, 38,000 followers, but I'm only getting like 5,000 views average a video yeah. unless like there'll be one off that gets a bit more. But like, yeah, I mean, like, it all depends. Like never really know, but yeah, I mean, if you make good content, then you definitely can get, like, get a lot of views. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, I feel like once you're, once, if your content is really good, then once your content's good, you're able to build stories and you're able to build um, a community that'll religiously follow you because they yeah. know what they're getting they don't know it's not the unknowable like they know that you've got a really good reputation for building like building really good videos but also creating engaging and visually uh pleasing content yeah yeah that's it yeah yeah um yeah just that's what's that's what's good about tiktok because you can be a nobody and like you can make things and people will watch it yeah <laughs> like now on Instagram, it's really hard. Like I'll, you put up a video and you get like 300 views or so. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Like if I put up a reel, like some reels will get 80 views and then some will get, yeah. I had one that got like three and a half thousand views and I was like, that's sick. Like that's the thing with Instagram is because their direct competition is TikTok and it's TikTok's blown up. You've got yeah. them focusing on reels and with that focus, yeah. that that's where the engagement comes in, um, and that building of a community. But there's certain differences that make getting good on TikTok um, going well on TikTok, and then it doesn't purely translate across because, yeah, like I'd say with Instagram Reels, like the interface to actually create a video is quite different and quite odd in terms of 
people are so used to uh, the, the way that they build videos in TikTok or like adjustings in TikTok and then they move to uh, Instagram reels and it's so different. So it's kind of yeah. a massive learning curve. Um, yeah. Just learn how to do both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why I kind of just stick. Yeah. It's fun though. Like I have kind of just stick to TikTok, but then if I do make like a really good video, um, I'll put it on Instagram, but yeah. it'll tend to be different. Like I'm making one right now. Um, I went to like Morton Island on the weekend. Um, that was great. That was like my first free tour I've ever got. <laughs> so it's like a kind of an ad in a way. Yeah. So then yeah. like I messaged them. I'm like, Hey, um, is it all right if I like join in one of your tours? Like I'll post it on social media. Um, then I gave him like a whole bunch, like send them a few videos I've done like before yeah. and showing what reach I can get. And they're like, yeah, no, it's like, we'll get you onto this tour. So I'm working on that video now. I've done like, doing Instagram real for doing one now, but then I'll change it up for TikTok and make it quite shorter and more direct to the point kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but we'll see how it goes. I've already done one quick video of the sandboarding one. I just mm. chucked that off because I thought the sandboarding was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, but yeah, you, I'll make them different. Like the Instagram reel, like I'm, I've made like, half i've made i'm almost finished with it i just need to add some sound effects in but yeah it's pretty nice <laughs> i've yeah. watched it a good couple of times already <laughs> like, I <laughs> I like, like whenever i make a good video i'm like oh yeah shit like I, my roommate he's like fuck man is he watching it again i'm just like yeah dude <laughs> yeah There's some it's videos like, i've watched multiple times i'm like yeah mm, just like you know like, when like the music you and video like just matches perfectly you're like yeah. That was with even the winery one. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I saw the stories and I was like, this looks epic. Like it's yeah. even just through some stories, you can kind of get the sense of what this video is going to be and probably way more. Yeah. But I, the day was just jam packed. Like I couldn't even get my camera out. Like it was just <laughs> back to back. I'm like, we, we get, we get off the ferry. It's like an hour and a half ferry. Straight off the ferry, they're like, all right, into your stinger suit. So, like, okay, into the stingers, like, straight into snorkeling. Like, we get this jet ski, and I'm at the back. I'm, like, getting water in my face. I'm, like, yeah. drowning here. I'm, like, dude, dying here. It's, like, just got, got to hold on. I'm, like, all right, man. Yeah. Snorkel around. And then, like, the jet ski gets back, and I'm, like, yeah, I ain't going at the back. I'm going to the side. We get taken back to land. Then pretty much uh, the stinger suit's off. Then straight pretty much 10 minutes to have a break and then straight into our kayaks, which was like really cool. So they were like like glass bottoms, weren't they? Huh? They were like the clear bottom ones, weren't they? Yeah, man. So that was like, and then we just kayaked kayaked back to the ships and then just did that. And then like went back, had lunch and then straight onto like this four wheel drive bus and then straight to the sandboarding and then back to the ferry and we're like, shit, the day's done. I'm like, holy crap. (laughs) It's so jam-packed, like, but it makes yeah. it so cool just to experience so many different things. Mm, I didn't yeah. even like, it's hard to even get the drone out. I'm like, man, when am I going to get my drone out? Like, as soon as I got my drone out, I'll quickly fly it out. Like, I only probably spent about like 20 minutes on it. Yeah. And then like, that was about like, I got pretty good like footage, but that's pretty much it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. Yeah, like we... <laughs> when I was in Cairns, I just, I did a tour with, um, I think it was like Quicksilver and it was like 
snorkeling yeah. and diving, but I, cause I was flying out the next day, I could only snorkel and yeah, it was like, in terms of just something that I've like, I've never experienced anything like it. It was like the morning we left, it was storm. Yeah. When we left, it was storming a bit in the morning. So it was pretty choppy getting out there. But then once we got out there, it was so nice. Like the sun, obviously I had to wear stinger suits. Some people didn't. Yeah. And I was like, well, you're smart, but luckily <laughs> I didn't get stung. Um, yeah. But in terms of like, we got, a whole day out on the reef. Um, we snorkeled at three different spots. Um, got a swam with eight sharks. I think it was. Yeah. And that, that was pretty cool. But once we got out of our final snorkel, um, the divers came back up and cause me, I met this guy at the, um, the terminal where you check yeah. in and he was from, he'd just flown up from Melbourne and was going on just, uh, backpacking trip and we were oh, like yeah. well we're both solo so let's just chill out and hang out for the day because we needed a partner yeah. to snorkel and yeah yeah it was super chill but nice. once they came up we were sitting right up the top with the divers and they came up and were like oh yeah we we was uh diving with a tiger shark and oh, we were like well we were in the water at the same time with this tiger shark and we had no idea yeah, so it was, it was crazy yeah, like, because oh. tiger sharks are obviously super dangerous, but yeah, so yeah. apparently they just sat there and it it just swam right past them, and they're like, "Well, we're not moving." <laughs> yeah, holy fuck, no, nah. yeah, <laughs> that's no, no, nah, nah, no way. Like <laughs> shit, for, my mad <laughs> Yeah, for me, the sharks are actually pretty awesome to swim with. Like, yeah. Um, like free diving down towards them and stuff. And they're just reef sharks anyway. So it's not yeah. like they're going to attack you or anything, but uh, yeah. they, they were quite big. They're like two to three meters long and you definitely felt their presence, but you're like, it yeah. was super cool to just be able to swim with them without like a cage or anything. Cause I feel like that's yeah. quite a, a different experience is cage diving versus like snorkeling open water with them. Yeah. Yeah. That would be That'd be an interesting experience. I've been snorkeling a few times, but I've never seen one of the, never seen a reef shark before. So yeah, they're, they're incredible. <laughs> yeah. Even if like, it's a reef shark, I would get it. It's still a shark. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Cause when, when I kind of got up and I looked to the, the, like the guy that I was snorkeling with and we were like, Oh crap. What have we seen? <laughs> Cause we yeah. saw one and then yeah. a bit later we saw like three of them. And then like, it was all just, like you couldn't think because you're like, I just want to see this. And I was filming with a GoPro and yeah. I was able to kind of get film them. And I'm yeah, yeah. pretty sure I posted one where it's swimming like this. And then it comes out underneath of one of the, like the coral sections and then it's swimming out and then goes past some yeah. of the divers. And it's so cool. Like <laughs> I, it's something that I've never experienced, but I want to experience yeah. so many more times just cause it's, yeah, that was they, cool. they're incredible yeah. animals. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. Hmm. So I think that's it for everything. Yeah. Um thanks for coming on. Oh man, that's all good. Great great to talk. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you ever come up to Queensland or I can come down to Brit Canberra, definitely yeah. do a few things together. <laughs> like yeah. go going up the vibes. Yeah, man. Hmm. Did you wanna give your um social media a shout out? Oh just Josh Lala, J-O-S-L-A-L-H. 
yeah, yeah feel free to cool. follow. 